Is that there as well? Good morning, field greens and travelers on a sunny path of life. <coughs> nice little shortcut from the Alberghi in San Blismo back to the trail. That's we have two choices today. So I'm going to take the traditional. Sorry, that was a steep uh, shortcut there. Anywho, so leaving Javier Albergue in San Blismo. Turns out I learned a little bit about that history because the name is weird. Like S-A-M sounds weird in Spanish. And uh, as the legend says, it used to be two different words, San Blismo, like a saint. So Blismo was a saint, and somehow those two got not only stuck together, but the end become an M. So, which makes sense to my uh, foreigner's ears somehow. Anyway, very sweet guy. He's from Barcelona, been here four years, and basically... That's his life, you know, he did a Camino and one of those that uh, made it his uh, life dream to to be on a Camino, to have an albergue and to make a life, which I'm sure is far from easy, you know, it is, uh, yeah, he's ready to make a life for oneself, it's not a job, anywho, so yesterday we had, uh, Canadian, Irish, Basque country, Holland, uh, Washington state, Germany. Uh, <clears throat> sounds about right. Yeah, two from Holland, one from Canada. There were two of us from the States. Anywho, got a very mixed table and only one Spanish, <laughs> the one from the Basque country. So there was a, it was a foreigner, which happened on some of the albergue on the Camino. <coughs> so, uh, I don't know if I'd mentioned, but I ended up staying in that, I didn't stay in a dorm. There was the option to stay in that Oleo, which is a, it's a storage facility. I think I may have mentioned it. I think I might. So I had a place to myself, so to do the yoga. But I had to wait until after dinner, until people uh, had a chance to enjoy chilling there, and which some people did. So after dinner, I took my pack. And of course, it wasn't. it's not like there was much to be done. You know, my laundry was done. You know, I just, uh, just to, yeah, the bed was made. Actually, very nice. Javier had gone up and then moved the mattress and then made the bed. So... Uh, 
it was very cool to have that stuff to myself for last night and you know waking up this morning and getting to do my yoga <coughs> the place did get cool but it was very nice <clears throat> the only thing was you know you had to go up those stairs to get in there you know it's high, it's high off the ground so and uh, they just didn't want to mess with going to pee so i kind of held it a little longer but uh that was nice and so but yesterday uh what can i tell you about yesterday well i mean you know kind of a regular chatting that's kind of what you heard was at dinner table last night you know that sound bite that uh that i did record you know it's uh you know people are pretty chatty um I think I'm seeing myself going kind of run around on some of that. And, uh, oh, and there was a guy, sorry, there was a British guy, Jan, Jan from, uh, it's actually Polish English. There was uh, one more nationality. And, uh, <coughs> and kind of I was thinking about backing off a little bit, you know, because sometimes I can kind of become the MC, you know, but, um, Yeah, there was definitely plenty of things going on. And actually, Marissa was also kind of an MC. Interesting, she engaged people. So she got that juice flowing. That was kind of cool to see. Young, uh, young gal. I guess it's a second. I don't think it's a, She might have been there too. Actually, she was there in Grado. So it's actually the third day we are actually in the same place. And uh, depending on the... <coughs> Well, there are more options anyway, as far as uh, what's coming up. And in my case, uh, I may be doing a long day, <clears throat> which is kind of almost ironic because today is supposed to be the bad boy. You know, the big climb and then the big drop. So, and I'm looking at maybe doing a 40, uh, 40K, also 40 plus K today. Well, actually, hold on. Let me, let me get that in. Um, yeah, let me, but I'm pretty sure it's what it is. Grandes de Salime. I guess the app is waking up. Yeah, it's, uh, 43, 43K today. If I am getting there, if not, I have, uh, two options. One is a doubt I would be staying there. And then uh, I guess it, it'll depend on how the day is going, how early basically I get there. Uh, body feels great. <coughs> now is it, here's a funny uh, anecdote. So of course I I debated in terms of laundry yesterday because we're looking at rain basically. Uh, so humidity 100%, which means nothing is going to dry unless you put it in a dryer and. Uh, yeah, I'm choosing not to, you know, I'm choosing not to indulge in that. That would be very easy. Of course, I can afford it. You know, it's nothing. It's very affordable. And speaking of, that place was very, very fair in price. Anyway, I'll talk a little more about it. So I was like, well, I didn't really sweat, you know. <clears throat> of course, you always do a little bit when you carry a pack. And then you walk some uphill, so there was a little bit of sweat. 
Then actually, yeah, of course, of course. There was sweat because I had my rain gear all day yesterday. So I chose to just wash my underwear and then my, my shirt. And then use my towel. I really use my towel as kind of a drying device as well to really cinch it good, to tie it good and expel as much water. And then my dilemma became, well, the, the clothes are not going to, they're not going to dry. The underwear is not a big deal because, well, I have another one. So this one can be wet and I'll just uh, put it on later today after I take a shower. But the t-shirt, uh, actually, I could have done that too. Because I have two synthetic and two cotton. So I could have worn another synthetic one. But I didn't like the idea of uh, um, putting a wet one in my pack. And again, it's not going to dry today anyway, because, you know, the best case scenario. Oh, my goodness. This is a, okay. Uh, this is a muddy proposition here. All right. I cleaned my sandals yesterday. I stepped into a big muddy area at the end, which not surprised me, actually. Okay, that's good. I just have to be careful here to avoid. <clears throat> so, speaking of my wet clothes, last night I was like, shit, man, just put the shirt on. And I chose to just do the shirt. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to put a wet, wet shirt on to dry with my body and uh, underwear. It felt like it would have been a little kind of challenging uh, for the body. So put the shirt on on top of my sweater at first to kind of do a little bit more extra drying and after I don't know 15 20 minutes I put on my skin and put the sweater on which I kept to sleep in and it wasn't too bad and of course my body did a wonderful job dried and this morning I put those wet underwears and then dried them <laughs> so you know not my first time but it's it's kind of cool, you know, being like doing something so silly, you know, so simple and that most people would not even think about, you know, to go to bed with wet clothing <coughs> as long as, you know, you have access to some warmth because you could get sick, you know, but it worked beautifully. So that's my little anecdote. So a little bit of Javier. Sweet, sweet guy. Very, very... Uh, he has a very docile temperament, you know, very, uh, yeah, very gentle. It mentioned it, it started with Donativo, but it didn't work out, which I can appreciate that, you know. We actually had a little discussion about that, not with him, but with a pilgrim at the table. <clears throat> you know, the whole dilemma about if you're an Albergian, you choose to do a Donativo. And in terms of what does that mean? And... Uh, so, and I did, you know, I did voice a strong opinion in terms of, uh, yeah, that if you do Donativo, you're basically giving the key to the pilgrim and saying, you are responsible. This is your deal, you know. I'm providing the service, you know, I'm going to do my part. And then I, I live up to you, you know. And uh, and to be like waiting outside of your building when people are living and asking for money when you do Donativo is really, anywho. Uh, so I have to say, um Part of me is almost thinking of wanting to leave a review, actually, in a weird way, you know, to, <laughs> sorry, for other pilgrims. 
and uh, yeah, or to be telling people that uh, what they've given is not enough. It's like just fucking charge people, you know. If you really feel like you have a clear picture of what it should be, then Donativo is not for you. But anywho, <clears throat> Javier, starting with that, and it didn't work out, and I'm like, you know, I can appreciate it. It's not that formula is not going to work for everybody. Some people are just going to have a knack, you know. They're going to do it in a certain way that it will just work. But that's because of them, you know. It's not the pilgrims. They're going, they're going to make it irresistible, and that people will not be able to not do it. And it's happened to me, not often, but it's happened to me to where I was like, of course, I wanted to give something, and decent too, you know, decent amount. So. And the one that don't, well, obviously, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be sustainable in the long term. <clears throat> so anyway, moved on from that. And uh, yeah, it, it kind of opened in 2019. So, of course, the pandemic hit him, and which was tough. But he's still here. Sweet guy. We had this very nice uh, carrot, zucchini, a cream of carrot and zucchini for dinner. And then a nice vegetarian paella. And then vanilla ice cream with cherries for dessert. So very, very nice. <coughs> and uh, the very sweet little touch with a little bit of a cream on top of the soup with some toasted sesame seed. It was very sweet. So not everybody. I think three people did not join for dinner. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure. I think possibly everybody actually had breakfast. And so... We had kind of uh, that, so very nice dinner. And uh, extra touch, the guy made bread. Uh, they had those two big loaves going on in the oven. So when I went in to wash my uh, cont- my plastic container where I had my leftover pasta, I was like, wow, that's cool. You know, that's not often that you, you have homemade bread coming along with dinner. <coughs> And, uh, yeah, it made me think it was like, you know, with the bread machine that they make nowadays, which are very affordable. And I think they work pretty well in terms of uh, as an investment, you know, because it is a little time-consuming bread making. And uh, if you don't have the help, or I, I think it kind of makes sense. And they do make decent bread. And, they, yeah, it's kind of a nice, uh, nice touch. Freshly baked bread. And I think most people appreciated it. So, anyway. So, very cool sleeping in that place. Uh, we didn't get cold. It was cool, but uh, didn't get cold. And uh, the only thing was the ceiling. I couldn't do my... Uh, uh, had, I forgot the, the first part of the sun salutation where you raise your arm and join your hand, the palm above your head. I couldn't do that. The ceiling was too low. So, but really enjoyed having that space. So that was wonderful. Having the little cave. And I think that kind of uh, triggered a little bit of jealousy for maybe a couple of pilgrims. That being like, man, I would have liked to be there. But again, it's like, you know, he just mentioned it and I was around and I was like, I'll take it. You know, I guess I'm not Buddhist in that way. <laughs> I want to... I don't always take seconds, so I don't wait, you know, to have some. I'm like, yeah, I would like that. And I will respond, and I'm not going to be looking around and say, anybody would like to go before I do? 
So anyway, just a nice experience. We pretty much have the same uh, thought today, though it looks like it's gonna possibly remain overcast. Let me make sure that I am on the camera. I mean, there are two roads, uh, two roads today. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So we have a. Uh, I guess we're going to be hitting, going to be hitting a climb at some point, but <coughs> in about two hours or so, <coughs> then it's going to be the the downhill, and there's a steep part, and then there is another route which goes through Pola de Alande, which doesn't climb like this one does, and is more sheltered, because we were giving words of caution yesterday because of the uncertainty of the weather because it can get bad you can get such a nasty fog that you cannot see like uh, six feet in front of you and of course then you if you don't have gps it will be very easy to get lost because you you don't have enough signs you know to to see them and so very it can be very easy to get lost and so but today we'll see but yeah, with GPSs now, it's not really a big deal. And though it is foggy, it is not quite as foggy as yesterday morning either. So I can see, I can see a little ways. All right, speaking of, where is my sign? Oh, here it is. <clears throat> so, Oh, a little side note. Uh, find out Kana is, I guess, she's on the Primitivo too. I thought that somehow she wasn't going to do that. So uh, I'm not sure because she took it. I'm assuming she took a day off. But I didn't go into the details. But uh, the name of the albergue sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't place it. So, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a... I'm I'm going all over the place, aren't I? Let me slow down here a second. I'm picking up too many things and I'm not finishing them properly. That's what it feels like. Okay, I think this is going to be my yeah. This is going to be my Camino right here. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, it's going to be closed. Let me check it. There's a church here. Oh, chapel. Yeah, very small, but it's closed. The porch gate is open, but not the door. Capilla de San Pascual, 14, no, 16th, 17th century. Yeah, chapel. So, for today, forecast is... Uh, Possibly some rain, and then, uh, well, Rana is kind of the fog rain, so, but I think it's going to be mostly overcast, and then here, I think, is where we are starting the climb. <clears throat> that was funny, too, there's a guy, so there's a guy from the Basque country, Juan Fran, I think his name is, I forgot, I was talking about how horrible it was yesterday, because of the rain. And I guess for me, it surprised me 
So I kind of asked because the people was like, ah, was it for you? Because for me, it was great. It's like, I mean, yes, you had some rain, but it was gentle. There was no wind. There was that cool fog. And it was like, so you were staying fresh. You didn't really sweat. And you could stop to eat or whatever, you know. You were not being drenched. And really, actually, outside of me sweating with my shirt, even my shorts, because I didn't wear pants, did not really get wet. So it was that kind of gentle rain. And uh, I guess some people really don't like it. So I'm like, wow, is it just me or, or was it just him that has a problem with it? And I mean, sure, you know, your shoes, I mean, my, my sandals are completely wet from yesterday and of course one is a, one of the reason is that I look at that spot where nobody has stepped in and I'm like well maybe it's gonna sink in maybe it's not and uh, well you kind of know the answer to that and so I got up there and my foot was like a mess and of course in and out the mud but that's kind of the cool thing of the sandal you know, easy to get dirty, easy to get clean, unlike shoes. And uh, then there was this puddle of dark water. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe it's not going to be too muddy. And it was, so I partially cleaned it. And then it was partially nasty again. So, but then upon arrival, you know, I found a hose, manguera, a hose. <coughs> And uh, hose them off, lean them against a wall, and yeah, they drip dry at least, you know. And it doesn't matter now because, well, it doesn't matter. That's the nice thing about the sandals, as long as it doesn't get cold, cold. Anyhow, feet doing good. Well, actually, the German guy, Tilo. I didn't really meet him until after dinner when he, I forgot how we got started to talk, but I find that the guy is like blistered ridden on his feet. And uh, so we started talking and I was like, just make sure, you know, as soon as you get them, puncture them, you know, don't let them fester, you know, don't let them to come to blood because then you're looking at potential infection and that's problematic and so he's showing me this one and fair enough the skin is gone so it doesn't have a protection and I'm like it looks pretty red and I'm like yeah man you may want to sanitize that because yeah it's gone far enough and long enough to where it's got to to the blood so you may have that uh, that normally that impermeable skin that's gone and you may possibly infect it. And turns out he has another one. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll puncture it for you. So I kind of showed him, you know, put the string and living there, kind of my spiel. And, uh, and I was looking at his feet and I'm like, dude, and looking at where his blisters are, some of them, I mean, he has a bunch, but some are like between toes and I'm like, you should, I'm more than likely too narrow. 
and uh, that's uh, that's most likely one of your problem. So you may want to consider sandals, you know. And they had very wide feet, and a lot of shoes nowadays they're very narrow. That's one of my problem with Decathlon uh, because they're very decent, their shoes and very affordable, but they're too narrow, too narrow. So anyhow, so today, yeah, we have three places potentially available and opened up, and then uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see how the day, we will see how the day unfolds. But again, this is beautiful. So a lot of trails, it's definitely been nice. Not too much road. I need to already get rid of my beanie, which is good because I never want to start cold. So I put it on, but of course, as I'm going up, I'm getting toasty now. So what else? What else do I have to add to my daily journal entry? Huh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I mentioned Richard, the Irish guy I met. Oh, kind of a funny side note. So kind of a, a British thing to say, like, like kind of like saying buddy is like saying might. You know, in British, well, I'm sure most of you know that. But anyway, I kind of like it, you know, like wanker, bloody hell, some of those British things. The few that I remember from my time in England. And so there was those two Irishmen, they're older than me. I'm not sure how much, but maybe 10 years or so. And so this morning at breakfast, I basically mentioned mate to this guy. And he was like, yeah, no, no, not a mate. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, 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 okay. We're on a serious wavelength here. And which is fine, you know, I have no... No issue about that. It's, I get it. I didn't pursue it. I didn't go any further. I didn't do any more. I was like, got your point. But that, uh, that took care of it for me in terms of uh, wanting to do any more. Because I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm, I just flow silly, you know. And I go all over. I mean, sometimes I, I can get, you know, a little more concentrated or... So we're still a little more serious, like with Marisa, about you know nutrition and the environment. And actually, speaking of at dinner, finding out she's like mastering in environmental sciences and something else. And so you're saying you was a little bug with me when I was challenging her in terms of that, you know, having a personal conviction and self-righteousness as far as. You know, the world would be better if we did that. And uh, and I'm like, well, that makes sense. Because obviously, you're studying, so you feel like you know. And you feel that that base of knowledge is enough to to make that statement. And of course, you know, you're a baby. You're 20 or 22 or 
23 years old, you know, you have a huge trust in your ability to think, to resolve, to understand, and to appreciate what's going on. And that somehow finding the right sources of information that you can have an adequate and more, more than an adequate level of understanding. And from there, make claims, you know, and of course, more so when you're really concentrating, when you're, when you're honing your skills toward one specific topic, you know, and I think that's one of the interesting dilemma about the human being to me is this idea of by concentrating understanding and knowledge into one area, feeling that somehow in isolation, you can know it <clears throat> to disregard the idea of interconnectedness. And to me, again, more and more, and of course, you know, when I challenge her, it's like, I don't really care ultimately about what she does, what she believes, you know, to each his own. I'm okay with that. But, you know, me being part of that conversation, it's, uh, and also my predisposition to be the devil's advocate, it's kind of what stands out, you know. It's this, again, it's this arrogance, this mental arrogance that we have to believe that what we know is enough to go from a certain amount of knowledge to wisdom because to me there is a shift from saying I know that and that and that and that according to you know human knowledge and science, technology, whatever the case may be. So you have, you know, and fair enough, you know, you earn that if let's say you get a master or a doctorate or bachelor, you know, engineering or medical science, whatever the case may be, or political science. Yeah, you get some creds by uh, by studying those things. But to believe that that understanding is enough to pair that with what seems to be going on, the trend, what we know of in terms of the global political scene, the global environment, the global economy, you know, that somehow you and your little field of expertise when they are literally hundreds of them, is enough to act in isolation. And I forgot who that was, you know, that made that mention, which is like, if you do, who was that? They were saying that if you, you know, if you're doing something, you affect so many other things. It's not as simple as that one thing, because everything is interconnected. And I don't think the human being is capable of really appreciation this of really appreciating this uh, spider web that is you know the human culture and of course there's a, the human biology so as far as a human being and its environment how everything affects everything and we are i believe we really are pawn we are more of a pawn that we, than we think we are maybe you could call us like a spiritual animal i don't see a lot of freeway i don't see a lot of leeway you know and I don't see byway. I don't see, I don't see really options. By byway, I mean like you have your main highway, and then you have one that's kind of parallel. And uh, but again, the human being, 
I don't think can not try to make sense or have a story to make sense of what's going on. I don't think that's possible. I think whether you're aware of it or not, you have a story to encapsulate whatever this existence means to you in a way that makes sense and that's palatable. So, you know, like, so, you know, of course, Marissa being young, of course, to do things like environmental science and I forgot the other one, but very linked to that, obviously, you know, cares. I would believe, I would dare to say more than likely like uh, somebody going to law, you know, the the road to hell is paved with good intention. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, to each his own. Uh, and I think the main re- the main road is always the same. You go with the intellectual side if you can. If you have the ability, that's what you go with. You know, solve it at that level, and at some heights, that's the best way. And of course, you know, because of your upbringing, the culture in which you grow up, you are completely a spiritual. You know, or or that pseudo spirituality that you are exposed to is so fake, it's just so ridiculous that you lose complete respect and appreciation for its importance, even though the role model that you're exposed to is not really good for much. So it, if anything, it breeds cynicism. But that we are, I'm, I'm convinced that we are also whatever you want to make out of the word spiritual, but that we are more than just this material, biological creature, this animal, which we are too. But there is something about us, about what it means to be a human being, that also has nothing to do with that. I think because if not, we would have a lot less conundrum going on in life. You know, you would get your basic needs met and and then you would be fine. You know, you would you would naturally adapt. You know, there would be that osmosis where they talked about, like in a matrix, you know, like mammals, you know, they have their basic needs met and they're done. They don't look for anymore, you know. You have your safety, you have your food, you can reproduce and you have shelter, and that's it. And then, you know, then you, you do health management as best as you could, and then you die. And that's it. I would definitely think if I believe that, then I think atheism would make sense. But to me, it just doesn't work. That story, again, whether it's true or not, doesn't do it to me. I don't believe in it. Like I never did about uh, the Christian story. If it is to be taken literally, it makes no sense to me. So, I guess I'm more than likely going to chew on this one back and forth about the mind. You know, people talking with a level of certainty about things, about right and about wrong. Like it happened with Juan as well, you know, talking about things, you know, like about what the use is doing. And it's problematic that they are so much into the devices. And, and I'm like, <laughs> is that really different? You know, and of course, to the older folks, for some of them, it is. But then what's new about that storyline 
that the older folks talked about how much better it was before. <laughs> and the youth, again, it's the same story about how these old hearts have no idea what they're talking about. What is wrong with this new model? Same thing. Nothing new under the sun. So, yeah, so I don't, I'm not really interested the whole social network. And I mean, I am pretty plugged, you know, in my phone, but, you know, for me, it's mostly podcast. And uh, uh, it's actually kind of a, it's kind of a classroom for me, you know, in my way, for my languages. And well, actually, Ramdas for the spiritual and my 10 minutes of first up with uh, NPR, which is all that I can stand now. 10 minutes of uh, news every day. So it is definitely tricky to to find people or to have conversation where my tendency to relativize, relativize relativity, relativize things doesn't quite work, you know, where people are definitely still plugged into the making sense to believe that life can be made sense. And then, of course, you know, the use. It makes complete sense that you would... Uh, okay, hold on. That the use would, like I did, I'd, I remember very well um, when I was younger, that I so relied on my mind to to make sense of it. Anywho. And also maybe learning to be more gentle when I realize I'm kind of falling down that ditch, you know, to be like, okay, this is where I am. And then to become more either efficient to get out of it or to just not be so reactive or to take it personally, which I believe to some extent I do a little bit. I take it a little personal or I feel like maybe I could correct, you know. And again, that is self-righteousness, which is hilarious because it's hypocrisy in motion. I'm basically trying people to not be that and by me being that, which is really funny. So appreciating the irony the contradiction in terms of what I'm doing and uh, yeah, to be more gentle, maybe to slow down a little more, to take more time to receive, which is challenging. You know, I'm quite quick. You know, I, my, my thoughts snap into action very quickly. So sometimes I've already done it by the time I realize what I've done. Anyhow. And I think the Camino helps, not because of the Camino, but just, you know, to be physically engaged, you know, every day. I mean, like today, if I end up doing my 43K, you know, I'm not going to care too much, more than likely, you know, about intellectualism or about debating. I'll be too tired there. And I'll most likely be way more chill. So I do kind of know that about myself. Anyhow, so I'm working on a, on basically the climb of the day, but yeah, I don't think that's gonna be 
anything to write home about. So it'd be interesting doing this one backward. I'm pretty sure uh, this is what I'll be doing when I get at the end of uh, Camino Primitivo. And uh, I think we're looking at a couple more days, two, three more days of that. And then the temperatures are going to start kicking in. And then that storm will be gone. So it's not guaranteed, but good chance that I will experience Primitivo foggy and Primitivo sunny, which is pretty cool, which will be pretty cool. I was debating this morning, actually, of taking the variant, but it was like adding four kilometers. So it's one thing, you know, to take a, a mountainous day and doing like a 43K, but like doing a 47K, like, eh, I don't know. I was like, no, that I'm not. That sounds uh, more than what I'm interested in. So, and we'll see because I may not anyway do that but the, the well actually we'll see that is actually interesting because if it is sunny when i do it backward the trail that i'm on is a one where you have the beautiful views so the other one is more in the wood and that's tricky i don't know what i will choose so but the idea is that i would do the other one to experience that other trail but anyway, that remains to be seen. Obviously, it's not set in stone that I will do the primitive backward, but but it's yeah, I'm pretty pretty confident that instead of being on the asphalt, more road, more noise, and more building, and a primitive is more more nature, more yeah, more quiet. Anyway, let me relieve myself of my bodily fluid here and I'm almost wanting to hmm I think I'm gonna take my jacket off I mean it could rain but I'm toasty what do you think guys I think so I think it makes sense so let me do that let me just lose a little bit of liquid here and uh, get that on so Backpack, my little all faithful here. Get the hat into a waterproof pocket, and then uh, we'll get my jacket right under my brain. Yeah, I'm feeling a little chilly right now, but I think I'll be fine once I start walking. There we go. There we go. All right. So, on that note, I will leave you go, my friend. Wish you a beautiful day. And uh, one more day on a Camino. Love, peace.
Well, well, well. Hello again. Oh shit. What was that? Anywho, I am in La Mesa. I was looking at pushing uh, on. But as I arrived, not only this is a very small place. Oh, las, las botas en el baño. Ah, porque ha sudado mucho. La subida muy. <laughs> Pero, ¿tú llevas todo? ¿Te mochila que tiene que hacer nada? Ah, ok, ok, ok. Uh -huh. Pero, ¿debe, ¿debe venir aquí la mochila? Pero es un poco tarde, ¿no? Para... ¿Todavía no está? ¿Se has quemado? Ok, ok, pero todo está bien entonces. Va a venir. Ok, ok. Ok. Bien, yeah, bien. Que si es una bolsa, no importa. ¿Qué con qué contiene? He venido ya a este camino. Y acabo el lujo. Y ya está. ¿Acabaste el lujo? No, voy a acabar el lujo. Voy a ir a Santiago. ¿Tú vas a estar Santiago? No. ¿Dónde acabas? Bueno, al fin del promisivo yo voy a ir al revés, hasta Oviedo y Gijón y el norte. ¿Dónde vas a seguir ahora? Hasta Melide y después ir a la vuelta. Madre mía, Melide. ¿Has estado alguna vez? A mí me encanta la naturaleza. Y... Melide te vas a enterar. Oh, yo conozco, yo conozco Melide porque yo hice el francés. Pero lo que yo pienso, encontrar un albergue muy cerca de Melide sin entrar en el francés y después dar la vuelta el día siguiente. Y hacer el primitivo al revés. Pero tranquilo. Sí, yeah, pero a mi bola, no importa. No, no tengo prisa. Yeah, creo que quizá. Pero me, me, me viene bien la idea de. ¿Son que 13 kilómetros o lo que sea? ¿De dónde viene? Pola de adelante. Ah, ok. Oh, entonces tú tuviste la. Porque yo hice el. Ok, ok. Ha sido bien porque había un... No sé si has tenido el viento con la nevia que te da pe... oh, Estupendo. Pues claro, claro. Un poco de frío. Eh. Pero ya estás aquí siempre. I mean, casi la mayoría, casi, casi todos. De vez en cuando muy bien. Unos menos, menos tráfico en el camino. Está bien que se pierden. Monse, o M O N T S E, Anthony, Anthony, mucho gusto. Soy de nacimiento de Francia, pero soy muchos años en los Estados Unidos. Entonces tengo un acento de. Sí, 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 exactamente. Well, I guess you got privy to that, so I just met Monse, 56-year-old lady from Catalonia, who started from Pola de Alande. So today there were two options. You could go up in a mountain or go for the cover of the other trail, which led you through Pola de Alande. And um, I guess she did something to her shoulder. So she's getting a pack being tested. 
is that you know any better, I would say uh, she was flirting uh, with me a little bit. Anywho, I don't know if some of what I get, that kind of a thing that I get lately, um, it kind of feels weird. Like I'm not, I don't remember those kind of smiles before. Yeah, they do feel kind of like a tease. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, okay, I'm not saying anything, but yeah, I'm not really gonna do anything like that. Anywho, just get them, get them to give me some boiling water because I realized I was carrying some penne uh, pasta. And I get a package of that seasoning for the Chinese noodle. So I'm gonna be, I think I'll be fine. Um, I'll see what they have down there, but it's going to be more likely fried stuff, so it'd be great to just have pasta. I have that sausage here. Um, I don't know in Berdu City what they had, but I didn't stop in the town. I'm feeling the corn growing on my tooth. The sandal is not as wide as I thought, which means I'm going to have to put that, that gel thing on my open toe sandal. Anyhow, but all good. Um, so yeah, today I was looking at um, going to Veranda de Salini, but once I arrived here, I was like, I'm done. If they have room, I'll just uh, stay here. If not, I'll take a break, nice break, and then I'll, I'll go on, because it'll be about uh, a good three hours to get there. And that would have been okay anyway. It's a beautiful day, actually, really kind of overcast. This morning I was telling to Monse, we had, I was wondering if down there she had that wind blowing that fog, that wet fog basically, but blowing good. And apparently she had some too. Talking about feeling disoriented. Disorientated. And, uh, but it was very well marked. If the visibility had been worse, meaning a worse fog, um, that could have been problematic. But they have done a very good job. You kind of understand when the weather is bad, why you have so many signs up there. So, very well done. And, uh, so of course I got carried away, I got carried away, I don't know. But basically, I passed a lot of people on that climb. And it was good, it was a good climb. I mean, not crazy. Like I said, not more than what I had in the Basque country. Um, but good. And uh, sleep in some areas, but yeah, nothing, uh, nothing mind blowing. Uh, I'm actually curious, you know, and I'm almost looking forward to when I more than likely will do it at reverse style, you know, backwards. Uh, that actually the weather may be clear, where you may have uh, quite a nice visibility. So we'll see what comes of that. But I'm pretty sure that I'll be turning around to stay in those mountains, really enjoying it. But yeah, I am, I am, I felt tired arriving here. This is very nice, it's kind of like a hotel restaurant, but they have a thing for pilgrims. So they have a bunch of bunk beds, very, very nice setup. Looks very new actually, the place. Uh, amazing pressure on the shower, uh, ridiculously hot. So very, very happy. Clothesline outside, so I got my stuff hanging, it's gonna be nice and dry. Uh, everything else pretty much is by now. And uh, looking at the cherry tree, 
and the mountain in the distance as I speak. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I'm glad. I'm actually glad I stopped here. It's kind of nice actually to not be to not have anything set in stone. Um, when I started today, I had no idea if I was going to stay in Berdusedo, but even though I arrived there later than I expected, it took me, well, it's not surprising actually, it was 23, 24 key, I think, to get there, and it took me about 5 hours. Actually, that's a very good pace, considering <laughs> the steep decline and an incline that uh, I covered today. Hmm. Actually, I'm surprised I just saw the guy from the Basque Country. I thought he stopped in Verducedo, uh, but he just dropped the guy who was with. And then, so here's somebody I was with yesterday who's going to be here today. And so far, there are six of us, and I'm the only foreigner. Everybody else is Spanish. As of yesterday, it was the only Spanish, so it could be a backflip today. Hmm. I did have on the trail. I didn't pick up the when I, I had a thought while I was walking about Pilar and I didn't grab it because of the, the conditions. And I thought about she wrote me a message a few days ago and of course I, <laughs> I responded. And uh, I realized. Okay. I thought I was gonna have the the place myself a little bit, but no. Those young Spanish place, I don't know. Well, that's a place in pool. Anyhow, uh, I guess I'm gonna I'll have to pick that up at a different time. Maybe to distract him. I think for now this is good enough. So I am in La Mesa. And I think tomorrow we're more than likely to an easy day. And I'm actually stopping at another call to make a reservation to the place. And they're opening at 12.30, which is great. So, late start here tomorrow morning. A short day, it would be like around 3 to 4 hours. And, uh, my short days. Unless somehow I feel. Aquí, aquí. ¿Ya está? ¿Para qué? ¿Para limpiar la ropa? ¿Eh? Sí, sí, uh, enfrente de las duchas. Sí, 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 sí. ¿Dónde al baño? Ah. Tu, tu jugas al billar como interesante sin el palito sin la, sin el palo solamente deja la, la bola y a ver cómo dónde va <laughs> anyway alright guys enough for now but anyway feels wonderful beautiful turned out to be a beautiful day uh, some clouds but uh, actually you can see the blue sky I wasn't expecting that I thought we were gonna have uh, some cloud and maybe some rain so, coming to the end of, uh, I think, in the next couple of days of that front. So, hope you're all doing well. And, uh, 
Until next time. All right. Cheers. Thank you.